Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you guys are doing amazing. It is so great to be back. I took four weeks off in August to step away from some work and podcasting and just to chill out and enjoy the summer, which I did. And speaking of summer, even though it's September 3rd, summer is not over. I am so not ready to let it go. And officially, it's not over. I forget the exact date. Is it September 20th or 21st that like officially summer ends? I don't even know the date, but regardless, I am really hopeful that we are going to have a Indian summer and it's going to be nice and hot and beautiful well into September. So I'm really hopeful for that. It has been amazing weather this summer. Super, super grateful for it. And I cannot believe how quickly four weeks have already gone by. So I'm excited to be back. Lots of amazing new episodes and goodness coming your way. And I will also be quite honest. I've got my my book, my very first book coming out in the next few months, it's officially available for shipping December 17th. So right before Christmas, I'm really excited for that. And pre-orders will start very, very soon. So I will share more details about it. I have not shared the title or I haven't even shared what the cover looks like. I will definitely be sharing that over on Instagram. So stay tuned and you guys will definitely hear all about it. But we are setting up a lot of amazing book bonuses right now. So when you go and do your pre-orders, we have a lot of amazing book bonuses to help you guys support your health and your hormones and help you feel your very best. So we're setting up all of that right now. And to be honest, I don't even know what's going to happen with my podcasting schedule because there will be a lot going on with the book promo and book launch and media and whatnot. So who knows, but I am committed to being here on Tuesdays and sharing some goodness with you. But with that said, there might be a few episodes that go missed and some weeks that get skipped just because um, my schedule, which is all good. And that's actually something, especially as an entrepreneur, for all you entrepreneurs listening to this, you know, it's something to really, really lean into and just really acknowledge and to really accept that schedules change and busyness happens and you can't take it all on at once. And it's something that I've been really, really conscious of, especially taking, I didn't really take four weeks off. I just took four weeks off from podcasting specifically and just taking a few things off of my plate for the summer so that I can really come back this fall and really bring it to you guys with full energy and excitement. So I encourage you to do the same thing in your life. And, you know, if you can take some time off and, take something maybe even off of your plate so that you kind of, you know, lessen the load. And it can be very, very freeing. And it really was. I mean, I love podcasting and it's so interesting how many different topics and ideas and things that kept popping up in August and that I wanted to share with you guys. And I've written it all down so that I will definitely get to it. But this like feeling of like, oh, needing to go and do it, needing to go share something and just recognizing like, no, it's time to just step back and 
take time for me. So my summer was amazing. I hope you guys have had an amazing summer. And again, like I said, it's not over yet. We're hoping for really nice weather this month. And even though it's back to school for maybe a lot of you moms that are listening to this, I know that it definitely feels like summer is is coming to an end. But And it definitely is, but I'm so not ready to let it go. And the one word I don't want to say, or I don't even want to hear, it's the four-letter S word. Do you guys know what that is? It's snow. Yep. Snow. I don't ever want to say that word ever again. So we're going to stop that. We're going to stop this conversation right now. (laughs) So some things that came up for me this summer. It was interesting. I actually experienced some environmental allergies, which I have never had. And it was really quite interesting. I basically... I can't even explain like how crazy it was. Some days I would wake up and just have like stuffy nose, head super congested, sneezing uncontrollably, having to blow my nose. Like I literally one day went through three huge Kleenex boxes. I was basically walking around the house with basically a Kleenex like glued to my nose because I was like just dripping. It was so gross. And yeah, just feeling really, you know, itchy eyes, watery eyes, congested, stuffy, all of it. And it was no fun and it really sucked. I had a few days like that, some random days where that popped up for me in July and in August. And again, I've never experienced environmental allergies before. And that's definitely what it felt like. And I was also told that it was ragweed season and that it can really hit you pretty hard. And I've had some people tell me that ragweed has even knocked them out so bad where they got like fevers and they were literally like in bed for days and basically couldn't function. So it was pretty intense. And, you know, being that I have autoimmune Hashimoto's um, and obviously always, you know, working and supporting my immune system, but, you know, my, my system is more in a sense, more sensitive than it ever was ever before. So if I'm in a stressed state and I got lots going on, if my sleep is deprived, you know, all of this is going to take a toll on my immune system. And then, you know, here comes along ragweed and I'm more reactive to it than I ever was before. In fact, I never was before. And so it was really, really interesting. And and it definitely knocked me out. And I just had to take some time to really heal and just kind of step away from work fully and just support my immune system. And it's a great reminder of just having to dive in deeper and take better care of yourself and looking at some other things that maybe you need to optimize in your health and in your life and whatnot. So I never went and got testing for allergies, but I'm definitely curious to go do that. And I think it's just like the skin prick. So I'm interested to go do that. And I definitely want to schedule that appointment. But yeah, that was really interesting. That was something that showed up for me. Another fun, another not that the allergies was fun, but another fun thing that happened this summer was we got rollerblades. Gaten and I went and purchased some rollerblades and I had not been on rollerblades in like 20 years. I really don't think it's been like, yeah, it's, it must have been at least 20 years, maybe 15, but I was pretty good. I didn't fall over and we've only been out a, f- a few times, but it was so fun. And we went rollerblading down by like the waterfront and just around our neighborhood. And it's been really, really fun. A great workout. So we would go rollerblading in the evening. And yeah, I was definitely surprised that, you know, I was putting on the rollerblades and it just kind of all came back. That sort of like muscle memory just came back and it was really awesome. So 
yeah, I just love it. And it was one of my ways to just do something new and to just be active and to be active with Gay Tan and enjoy the summer and be out in the evening. So that was really, really fun. And lots of walking. We spent so much time walking around the neighborhood, walking by the waterfront, going on hikes and trails. And there's so many beautiful trails around us. So that was definitely awesome too. And actually we are taking a legit vacation. You know, we definitely had some time off here and there during the summer, but we're taking a legitimate vacation. We're going to Jamaica in like two weeks. I'm so excited for it. So that's going to be really great. I have not been on a real, and when I say like legit real vacation, I mean away from home, like in another country. And vacationing doesn't have to be in another country. For example, you know, you can go up to the cottage and maybe that's somewhere more locally. But for me, like I literally have to be really pulled out of my environment to be able to relax because I took a lot of time off during the summer, which was so wonderful. But because I was at home, I was so inclined to open the computer or do a little bit of work here and there. And so it's not like I really took full days off. I just worked less hours in the day. And so for me, I got to really be pulled out of my environment. And I think that's the case for most people. You have to be pulled out of your environment to truly be able to relax. And you got to step away from the work and the computer and the phone and all of that and the paperwork in order to you know, to truly unwind. And so I'm really excited. We haven't been on a legitimate vacation in like a year. We went to Italy last September and oh my God, I even remember recording the podcast before leaving for Italy because I had to plan out, you know, all those episodes before I left. And so we are finally going to Jamaica and I'll be quite honest, you know, there's this part of me where I'm super grateful that we're going, but there's also this part of me that's like, one week in Jamaica is just not enough time, but it's what we can make work given, you know, all the business that's coming up with our schedules and the book launch and all that fun stuff. So yeah, I'm super grateful for it and definitely can't wait to get onto that beach and on the sand. It's going to be so great. And we love going to Jamaica because I love Caribbean food and there's so much like fresh local food there. It's so amazing. And I can't wait. So I'll share details about that when we get back and how all that went. But today we are going to dive into gluten inflammation and your health. So, you know, gluten is such a conversation that we've been having for for quite a long time now. You know, I'd say in the past two to three years, it's definitely been at the forefront in the health and wellness industry. And I still get so many questions about it. And it was something that kept popping up on my Instagram and email and direct messages and with coaching clients, just this conversation around gluten and how detrimental is it really? And I think people are still kind of confused about it. And not only that, I really do think people are just not willing to give it up. They're not willing to give it up to truly see how they feel. And if you tuned into, I believe it was episode 70 with a Dr. Jillian and we were speaking about gluten and she was, you know, she was saying how you should definitely do an elimination protocol, cut it out and then reintroduce it and see how you feel. Those who have autoimmunity should definitely be cutting out gluten because it's so super inflammatory for the gut. And, you know, there's obviously gut health is very intricately linked with 
your immune system and autoimmunity. And so, you know, she was just saying how if you cut it out for a good, I think, 21 days and then reintroduce it, some people might find they don't have reactions to it and that they might be able to tolerate it. But again, you have to cut it out and reintroduce it to really truly see and start to pay attention to the symptoms that really show up for you. So today I wanted to just kind of do a really brief overview, like about what gluten actually is and you know, how we can really manage inflammation overall, not just from a dietary perspective, but, you know, some other things that we really want to consider when we think about chronic inflammation. And because we haven't had this conversation about gluten specifically and what it is and where you can find it and how it's causing inflammation, I thought, let's just spend some time diving into this topic and just really providing you with some clarity about gluten and how it's potentially impacting your health. So number one is what really is gluten? And it's a protein. And more technically speaking, it is actually a group of two proteins called glutenin and gliadin. And they are basically bonded together to form a network. And it's this network that gives structure and function to doughs and batter right? So gluten is typically, it's a component in the structure and texture of baked goods and breads. And it's mostly found in wheat. To a lesser extent, it's also found in barley, rye, oats, and spelt. So I always like to give my clients the acronym BROWS, B-R-O-W-S. Okay. So barley, rye, oat, wheat, and spelt. And that is how you're going to know where gluten is, you know, what actually contains gluten. But it's not limited to these specific foods. Gluten can be found in so many different products and like different condiments that you might be using for like your hot dogs or your burgers or whatever. It can be found in a lot of things, definitely a lot of packaged and prepackaged stuff. So you just got to be really conscious about reading your ingredient labels. A lot of products will list that they are gluten-free, which is great, but because it's gluten-free, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the better option. Now, yes, if you are celiac, that's going to be key. You definitely want to be purchasing products that are gluten-free, but if you stick to just whole foods and fruits and vegetables and limit the amount of packaged and boxed foods, then you're going to avoid gluten. Right. But if you are purchasing boxed foods and packages and things like that, then of course you have to be really conscious about reading your food labels and looking at the ingredient labels. And so you got to really know your ingredients. And sometimes you're not going to know that something has gluten in it because you wouldn't think something like, I don't know, for example, maltodextrin, right, could be a combination of a bunch of ingredients. And in those ingredients that make up maltodextrin is gluten, right? So you you wouldn't know because often gluten is this binder. It's really what gives like dough its elasticity. So the elasticity allows the dough to retain its shape. And then it also gives it the like sort of the plasticity this way, like a bread or, you know, muffin or baked good or whatever that might be. It can be molded. Think of it like clay. And so this is really what gluten it's doing. It's giving the baked goods, you know, their uniqueness and their amazingness, the fluffiness and the texture, all the stuff that we enjoy, of course, right? So you just got to be really conscious about products that you're buying. And again, if you can stick to just real whole foods, stick to that outer perimeter of the grocery store, then you are going to be good and you won't be eating gluten. So I know one of the things that I always get asked by clients is, you know, I thought whole grains were good for you. You know, is wheat really that bad? And the problem is that wheat 
isn't wheat anymore. It is a product of now 40 years of genetic research aimed at increasing yield per acre. That's the point of it now, right? So we're just trying to get more and more and more out of this grain. And the result is this genetically unique plant that now stands like 18 to 24 inches tall and is not the four and a half foot tall, you know, waves of grain that maybe we all remember. And if you've ever seen like, you know, wheat fields, then maybe you know what I'm talking about. But now the plant is literally like 18 to 24 inches tall because it's been so genetically modified and mutated and it's just hybridized. And this is why if you go, you heard me speak about this before, you know, if you go to Europe, they actually ban GMOs you can actually eat a lot of the breads and the pasta and all that stuff and the baked goods because they don't have hybridized wheat versus, you know, here in North America. So you really feel it. I know when we came back from Italy, like, and number one, when we were in Italy, yes, we were conscious of the things that we were eating, but we definitely ate gluten. We had pizza and we had pasta, we had baked goods, we had croissants, we had all of that. And then we came back here and I will never forget when we came back, like the first week that we got back after our Italy trip, we were so like, Italy deprived and we were so sad that there wasn't like an epic bakery around the corner from us that we could just go to. So what we did was we ended up going to an Italian bakery that was like, you know, 15 minutes from us because we were trying to like relive Italy. And we went to this Italian bakery and we got like pizza and we got a whole bunch of stuff. And like, you know, 20 minutes later, I just felt like shit. Like we just instantly felt it because again, it's just the quality is so different here. So some interesting facts to think about when it comes to gluten is that Gluten does cause gut inflammation in at least 80% of the population. And there's another 30% of the population that develops antibodies against gluten proteins in the gut. But what's interesting, I read the stat that at least 99% of the population has the genetic potential to develop antibodies against gluten. So what this really means is that number one, yes, cut it out, but not only that, cut it out for 21 days, reintroduce it, like I was saying earlier, and see how you react to it. Because, you know, not everybody, not every single human being on this planet is going to be reactive to it, but a lot of us will. And gliadin is really the main problem causing gluten protein, right? So I mentioned earlier that there's glutenin and there's gliadin, but gliadin is really the problem causer because it can be similar in structure to other proteins found in tissues of organs, right? So for example, it's very similar in structure to the thyroid and to the pancreas. And so what ends up happening is that antibodies are trying to attack this gliadin, this protein structure, but they end up attacking the organs as well and the tissues as well. And this is what can ultimately lead to things like autoimmune disease and even type 1 diabetes, right? So it's almost like confusing your body and your body and your antibodies are going to attack this problem-causing protein, this gliadin. But now because gliadin is so similar to the structure of some of your organs and tissues, it ends up attacking both. It attacks the gliadin, but it also attacks your tissues. So 
just really keep that in mind because especially if you do have an autoimmune condition or you are type one diabetic, then cutting out gluten is really going to lessen the load on your body, the inflammatory load, because having those antibodies essentially attack your tissues and your organs. Yes, that's an inflammatory process. It's a protective process, but it's also an inflammatory process. And gluten's inflammatory effect on the gut, it causes intestinal cells to die prematurely and it causes oxidation of those cells. And then this effect creates basically what we know as leaky gut. And now leaky gut can allow bacterial proteins and other toxic compounds to go into the bloodstream, which can also lead to autoimmune tax on the body. So definitely a few things to think there when it comes to gluten. And I will never forget many years ago, you know, my mother, I think I've mentioned this before. My mother has an autoimmune condition, right? Definitely with autoimmunity, there's a genetic disposition. And my mother has autoimmune. My grandmother did all the female, my female cousins on my mother's side of the family, they all have autoimmune disease. And so I will never forget many, many years ago, you know, I've been telling, I was telling my mom for years to go gluten-free and she just would not listen to me. And then I brought her finally to this functional medical doctor. He practices integrative medicine and he had to be the one to tell her to go gluten-free because she couldn't hear it from me, right? She had to hear it from somebody else, right? I'm sure many of you have experienced that when you're just too close to someone and family members and whatnot or friends, they can't hear it from you. It has to be from somebody else. And so I remember taking her to this appointment and the doctor had said to her, just one bite one bite of gluten is going to cause whole body inflammation for you because she has lupus and rheumatoid arthritis. And so he's like, just one bite. And that stuck with her. And she left that appointment. She went gluten-free. She lost 40 pounds. We'll never forget it. She felt like a brand new person, but of course those habits died hard. And she, you know, kind of gave back into the gluten and was eating it and here and there. And she had this, a good few months, you know, four, five, six months of just really being healthy and feeling well and lowering the inflammation and just feeling energetic and so good in her body. And then again, you know, we get to this point often with our health where we feel like, okay, I got it. I'm good now. I'm healthy. Yeah. I cut out the gluten. The inflammation's gone. I lost weight. Wonderful. Now I can go back to my old ways. And that's not the case. You can't, you can't go back to your old ways because it's your old ways that got you to feeling the pain and the health and the illness and the sickness that you were experiencing in the first place. So no, you can't go back to your old ways. It's about creating a new way. And so the new way for my mom was to stay gluten-free. So she's not hundred percent gluten-free. And if she was, you know, she definitely wouldn't experience the pain and the inflammation that she's currently experiencing today. So maybe I have to bring her back to that medical doctor so he can have the conversation with her over again, because she's definitely not going to listen to me. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode, but I want to take a quick moment and share details with you about our eight-week metabolic reset weight loss program. Registration is now open for this amazing program, and I'm so excited to guide and coach another group of women through a transformational eight weeks. Weight issues can be caused by a number of things, from estrogen dominance, inflammation, digestive issues, 
low thyroid function, insulin resistance, and so much more. The Metabolic Reset addresses all of this. It is literally your one-stop shop for losing weight and balancing your hormones. Plus, you pay one fee and remain a member of the Metabolic Reset for life. That means with each new addition and protocols that we release, you'll have access to it all for life. If you're tuning into this podcast because you know something needs to change with your nutrition, your stress, your hormones, and you're dragging yourself through each and every day knowing that something needs to change, we're here to support you and give you the exact formula for losing weight and feeling amazing. Stop second guessing what to eat, what supplements to take, how to exercise for your health and hormones, how much to eat. We cover it all. We answer it all, and in eight weeks, you're going to feel freaking fantastic. As an exclusive bonus, I'll be hosting a sugar detox and mindset masterclass for all participants in the Metabolic Reset program, addressing how you can actually banish your sugar cravings, heal your food anxiety, and balance your moods by supporting certain neurotransmitters with amino acids. It is going to be next level amazing and one super informative class. Head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash metabolic reset to sign up and save right now with our early bird special. Speaking of inflammation, you know, there's acute inflammation. There's also chronic inflammation. Now, acute inflammation, this is a good thing, right? So I want you to think about when you maybe cut yourself or for example, you get a splinter, right? So you get a splinter in your finger, the area swells, it gets red. There's these different inflammatory compounds in your body that actually come to the site of where the splinter is and they help to heal it and they help to almost rescue, right? And that's a good thing. Acute inflammation, pain and swelling and redness, that's a normal reaction. You stub your toe, you get a splinter, whatever that might be. But chronic inflammation, think about the splinter. Imagine giving yourself a splinter all day long in the same spot over and over and over again. Now, obviously that would suck. You'd be in pain. The inflammation wouldn't go down as you'd be constantly injuring yourself. And this is basically what happens when, for example, we eat inflammatory foods that damage our gut. The gut lining remains inflamed over and over and over again. And in turn, this leads to chronic long-term inflammation and a host of health issues. But chronic inflammation isn't just going to be caused from inflammatory foods. Chronic inflammation can be caused by psychological stress. This is a really big one, right? Having a job that you hate, having money and financial issues, social isolation, unemployment, Caring for a loved one with a serious disease, you know, these can all be very psychologically draining. And if they are going on for three months, six months, 12 months, it can really take a toll on your health and lead to chronic inflammation. Sleep deprivation. This is a huge one. So many of the women that we coach, I will often hear them say like, I can't remember having a good sleep in the past three or four years three or four years, that is a long, 365 days times four, that is many, many, many days of being sleep deprived. 
and being exhausted. And if you are not sleeping, you are not healing. So that is another way that chronic inflammation can really happen. And then just from a dietary perspective, yes, obviously gluten can be a cause of chronic inflammation and dairy and overeating sugar, but also if you have like excess omega-6s, omega-6 fats in your diet, so like vegetable oils, if you're eating excess nuts, peanut oil, soy and soy products, all these omega-6s can actually be very pro-inflammatory, which is why it's so important to get adequate omega-3s because they are anti-inflammatory. And if you have a lot of chronic inflammation going on and you're not healing this, the long-term health effects, this is going to lead to things like Alzheimer's and dementia and depression and cancer and obesity, diabetes, heart disease, as well as hormonal issues like thyroid and infertility, insulin resistance, adrenal fatigue, all of the things. So you really have to think about long-term health and how you not just want to feel now, but also how you want to feel in the future, especially as, as we start to age, right? So what are some ways that you can really manage inflammation and optimize your health and your hormonal health? So obviously number one is you want to eat real whole foods, but not only that, it's about removing the toxins and the inflammatory foods from your diet, right? So yes, we know we want to eat good quality and grass-fed organic meats and wild-caught fish. And if you eat beans and legumes, you know, great, just make sure that ideally maybe you soak them or they're sprouted. That might help with the digestive process, you know, if you're eating more vegetarian sources. But definitely cut out the gluten, cut out the dairy, cut out the sugar. These are the biggest things that are really going to lead to inflammation from a food standpoint. And then of course, being conscious of managing any psychological stressors and where's your support network around you that can really help you if you are going through a lot of psychological stress or you know financial issues, or if you've got a loved one that you have to take care of and they may have a serious disease, like where is a support around you? That is really, really key so that you are not taking on this huge burden and this huge load on your own. And then again, from a food perspective, eating organic as much as you possibly can, but even if it's not organic, just definitely looking for, you know, maybe more local, especially a lot of local that might not be organic doesn't use sprays. So you can ask local farmers about that. I know that there are a lot of farmers markets we went to this summer and they actually had signs that said, you know, no sprays used. So they're not organic, but they are local, you know, right down the street from us and no sprays and pesticides and whatnot were used. So that's a really good thing. And just be conscious of asking farmers and looking out for that. Like I mentioned, avoiding the sugar, the dairy and the gluten, but, you know, being conscious about overdoing it with even grains and just flour products as well. And then making sure you're getting adequate protein at each meal. You're getting lots of fiber from your vegetables. You're eating those good quality omega-3 fats, but you're also getting in good fats like your olive oils and your coconut oil and eating avocados and, you know, coconut products can be really great too. And they're also high in fiber and, I always say finish your your last meal at least a good two to three hours before bed so that you can just really give yourself that time to, to fast during the night, even if it's just a 10 or a 12 hour fast, ideally aiming for 12 hours for sure. Um, that's what's really going to help with regeneration and cell renewal overnight as you're sleeping. 
It can also help improve your sleep, making sure that you are getting a good, you know, maybe seven to even nine hours of sleep a night. Everybody's going to be a little bit different and make sure that you are exercising regularly and you are building and maintaining muscle mass, which is so important because our bone density can really start to degrade as we hit our thirties. And so you really want to support bone density by making sure you're eating good quality anti-inflammatory foods, but also exercising and lifting weights because that supports your bone density. So these are just some simple things that you can do to really optimize your health, your hormones, manage inflammation, and really just feel amazing overall. So I hope that gave you a little bit of background about gluten and some of the effects that it's causing on your gut and with your health and with your hormones and with inflammation in your body. And so I definitely suggest, again, for those who are listening who maybe have never cut out the gluten ever before, maybe this is the first episode you are diving into. And here we are diving into gluten. I really suggest you go on a 21-day gluten elimination diet and then reintroduce it slowly and see how you feel. All right. So that is it for today. Thank you everybody for tuning in. I want to thank you guys so much for your amazing reviews and your comments that you leave. I read them all and they mean so much to me and I'm really, really grateful for all of your support. And I'm just grateful that you're here and you're listening and you are taking the steps forward to really improve and support your health and your hormones and just really take charge of your life because we can't take charge of our life if we don't have optimized health. So that's truly where it starts. So I really acknowledge you guys for taking the steps forward and doing that. If you are interested in getting deeper support and you're just interested in really healing your hormonal health, or maybe you need support with weight loss or whatever that might look like, there are numerous ways you can work with myself and my team. So number one, we've got our Healthy Hormones for Women online program. And it's basically like the podcast coming to life is basically what it is. So the Healthy Hormones program is a six-week online program. It's a go-at-your-own-pace program. It is definitely the program you want to start with to optimize your hormonal health. So if you're dealing with like brutal period cramps or you have missed periods or you're craving sugar, or even if you have a lot of menopausal symptoms going on, but especially if you want to optimize your cycle and your hormones and really get in sync with your cycle, then the Healthy Hormones for Women six-week program is truly a foundational program. I guide you through how to support your adrenals, your thyroid, how to detox your liver, support your gut, eat in a way to optimize your cycle and your period and your hormones. And the meal plan in that program is fantastic. We lay it out in such a way so that you're eating specific foods for different times in your cycle. So you're eating foods during your follicular phase, then you're eating certain foods during ovulation and then luteal and then menstruation. So you can really optimize the flow of your cycle and the hormonal shifts that happen within your cycle and within your period. So it's a really great program. You can check that out at holisticwellness.ca forward slash healthy hormones. And it's so amazing hearing from so many of you guys who have come joined us in that program. And again, really taking charge of your health. I love it. And you can join us in the Facebook group there too and get support around your hormones. 
And then our virtual doors right now, they're actually open to come join us in the Metabolic Reset Program. So this is kind of the program that I say is, you know, it's the one step up from the Healthy Hormones for Women program. We are really focusing more on weight loss with a combination of supporting, obviously, your hormones, right? Weight loss, you can't really achieve optimal weight loss without addressing hormonal health. So in the Metabolic Reset Program, this is our eight-week program. You are actually coached and guided through this program with myself and my other coach and in our private Facebook group. And we are basically taking a high fat, low carb approach to losing weight and balancing your hormones. So again, if you've got issues with your cycle, if you have issues with PCOS, with diabetes, with insulin resistance, if you are consumed by sugar cravings and you have weight to lose, this is really the program for you. And you can learn more about that at holisticwellness.ca forward slash metabolic reset. So really excited for all these programs because again, they're here to support you and to really give you a bit of a kick in the butt so you can move forward with your health and really get some guidance and some structure because that's why we've created these programs. You know, If you sit back and kind of try and do things on your own, you're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to be confused. And there is so much misleading information out there. And so we are making sure that we've compiled the best of the best information and really put it into a program where you can get support and get the structure and get the accountability and actually have a system to follow that will lead you to optimal success. So definitely check out those programs. I'll be sure to put the link in the show notes over on our website today. And also we've had so many women reach out to us about our Dutch hormone program, which I am so excited about. I should mention that regardless of where you live in the world, you can join us in these programs and you can come and work with us and get one-on-one support. So it doesn't matter where you live. We coach with everybody virtually. So we're online. So we have access to everyone, which is wonderful. We have just actually some new women that have joined us from Germany, which is amazing. So our Dutch hormone program, if you're looking to dive into actually doing the Dutch test, you guys have probably heard me speak about the Dutch test before, and it is by far one of the best hormone tests that is available and is is out there. And basically the Dutch hormone test, we ship it out to you and you are peeing on these different strips over a 12-hour period. And this is what's going to allow us to see your, get a really clear picture of what's going on with your hormonal imbalances. So we're going to see where you know, all your sex hormones are at, but not only just your, you know, basic sex hormones, we're also going to be able to see estrogen metabolites, androgen metabolites. We're going to be able to see, you know, how well your body is detoxing and breaking down these hormones. And it's going to give us a really great picture of what's going on with your adrenals and your cortisol, as well as your melatonin and your sleep we can really see so much with this test. And then what we have in place with our Dutch hormone program is that we give you the test. So you do the test at home and then you work with myself and you also work with our naturopath and we put together a customized protocol for you, addressing some of the issues that show up in the Dutch test. So you can really support hormonal health and We get you on this really strategic protocol. You get coaching support with myself. You also get coaching support with our naturopath who will interpret your Dutch test for you. And then working with myself and I'm going to put all your protocols in place from a supplement perspective, a nutrition perspective, and a lifestyle perspective. So really great program. And again, that's how you can work with us one-on-one if you're looking for some hormone support there. And 
Don't hesitate to reach out and send me an email, samantha at holisticwellness.ca, if you're interested in getting some coaching support and working with us in our Dutch hormone program. So lots of ways for you ladies to come work with us and get support and don't hesitate to reach out and we're here for you. Thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll chat with you guys next week and have a wonderful week.